This is a special edition of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. I'm Jonathan Hood. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at WrestlingTWT. On this program, we will hear from Kenny King, ROH wrestler. ROH will be coming into town coming up on September 7th, Saturday night. Doors open at 6, event opens at 7 at the Odium Expo Center in Villa Park, 1033 North Villa Avenue in Villa Park. ROH will have their crew along with Mexico's CMLL. They'll be all together on September 7th for Ring of Honor. You can go to ROHWrestling.com for tickets. ROHWrestling.com for tickets for the tour. The ROH and CMLL are on together. Kenny King, who's been on the program before, will join me once again right here on a special edition of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. I was talking to the <laughs> the executive producer of this program, Sean Davis. I said, you know, I never thought that when I got back into doing a weekly wrestling show that would be on here twice a week, but it seems like whether there is a wrestling death or wrestling news, seems like I'm doing something for wrestling, not just on Tuesday nights at 9.30 on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app and also here on the podcast, but it seems like twice a week there's always something that we got to talk about regarding wrestling. So here I am again as we record this on Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock, and I'm telling you about ROH, and we are able to get Kenny King on the show. So we're going to hear from Kenny in just a moment. Um, if you go back into the archives of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, you can hear this week I interviewed Jim Ross. Jim Ross is the voice of All Elite Wrestling, as you well know, and the WWE and NWA Hall of Famer, just the voice of wrestling for many of us. And he was on talking about AEW show. If you missed that, go back in the archives. It's just one episode before this one uh, regarding what happened in Chicago at the Sears Center with AEW. He had a lot of interesting things to say, and I like that he was really upfront about the broadcast too that he was involved in with Golden Boy and with Excalibur and talked about the match placement because that also is important in thinking that the latter match with the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks might have been misplaced. Maybe it should have been earlier in the card or there should have been a buffer between that and the main event where uh, Chris Jericho and won the AEW championship over Adam Page. But it's all there in the archives. Check it out. Really long-form conversation with Jim Ross uh, right here on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Well, we're going to hear from Kenny King, as I mentioned just a moment, because ROH is coming to the Odium in Chicagoland in Villa Park, Illinois, on September 7th. com for tickets. But I did not get a chance to talk about a terrific show that took place in Cardiff. And that was NXT TakeOver Cardiff. That took place on August 31st. It was the same day that AEW had their show all out in Chicago. So let me give you my thoughts on that. If you are listening overseas, if you're listening uh, in the UK, thanks so much for downloading this podcast. I'm a big fan of that brand of wrestling. NXT UK is one of my favorite brands to watch. I never miss it because it's very interesting Watching some of the wrestlers that are part of NXT UK, I see them on OTT and some of these other uh, brands in the UK, and it's fun. To see Walter in NXT UK and see Walter outside of NXT UK and, and doing other things and winning championships and watching him in different environments across the UK is just amazing. It's amazing. But I thought 
from top to bottom that this was a terrific card. And I'm not surprised because it's Triple H, number one and number two. As I mentioned, NXT UK is a can't-miss brand for me. I'm watching every single week. I think it's great. And I think that with Nigel McGuinness doing color, he solidified himself to me as the best color analyst in wrestling right now. And I hope that the WWE does not move him to Raw or SmackDown anytime soon because it'd be a waste. What he does for the NXT brands, NXT in America, and NXT in the UK is just, I think it's phenomenal. I thought that he was not good, but great, and continues to be great uh, in that role doing color. And I think he's in his element when he's in the UK, uh, like he's in Cardiff on the 31st, and just just bearing his soul. Just <laughs> He was just going nuts because the action was just that good. Um, let me just start from the the matches that were on NXT UK uh, this past Wednesday, and then we'll get into what happened on the actual um, takeover show. Rhea Ripley defeated Piper Niven. I think Rhea Ripley is great. Not good, but great. And she's just 22. We haven't even seen the best of, of her just as of yet. I think Rhea Ripley is um, very special. And I, for her to be the first NXT Women's Champion, of course, she lost it to Tony Storm. But I think that Rhea wants to be a heel. He, she wants you to hate her, and I love that. And a super baby face like Piper Niven, for her to lose, it was a little bit of a surprise, I'll be honest. Um, that was a coin flip because I had no idea who's going to win that one. But Rhea Ripley, who's so young but still has so much to, to, so much to give already, uh, putting on some really terrific matches. I loved watching Rhea Ripley uh, in that matchup against Piper Niven. Also, Cassius Ono against Sid Scala. Now, here's, here's what's funny. So, Sid Scala, I've already seen him as a wrestler, a performer at NXT UK. And undersized, obviously. He still has babyface fire. And he comes down to the ring in his full suit, takes off the tie, takes off the jacket, and he challenges Cassius Ono. And that match was 50-50. Another coin flip where you really didn't know, was Sid going to be able to get this upset victory or would Cassius Ono really be able to uh, win this one because he's a quote-unquote wrestling genius, right? Well, I like the match. The The booking I thought was questionable, and here's why. I know that Sid Scala can wrestle, and you know Sid can wrestle, but because he's been away from the ring so long in that assistant general manager's role, and the only reason why he's in that role is because... Um, Johnny Saint uh, is not great on the mic, but Sid is, right? So I just think that Sid Scala is kind of the mouthpiece to put matches over, and I think he's done a great job with that. And I think that that match could have been Sid Scala really just getting throttled by Cassius Ono, just getting beat down because Sid probably should have wrestled like an assistant GM versus wrestling like a wrestler. That's kind of old school, but it's it's as if if a manager took on a wrestler. If a manager doesn't necessarily wrestle all the time, you want that guy to wrestle like a manager, not like a wrestler. So the booking was good for this. It could have been different, though, where Sid could have just got throttled by Cassius Ono. Uh, but it was really down to the wire. Like, Cassius Ono barely beat the assistant general manager, Sid Scala. So what does that say for Cassius Ono? Just 
Think about that. Um, and, and I know he, Chris Hero can go. I know he can go. I'm hoping that there is a connection with him and Cesaro. So now you have what was a great tag team at ROH coming back together. That very well could happen. We'll see. Noam Dar defeated Travis Banks. Terrific matchup. Noam Dar has solidified himself as a heel. Even when he was in the middle or kind of like a, a babyface type at 205 Live or some of these other shows that he was on, it's because of his mic skills that he wasn't over and can't be over on Raw and SmackDown, unfortunately. But I think that Noam Dar for this brand is really, really solid. Two great workers. And Noam Dar goes over Travis Banks, but just a great 13-minute match. You want to open up NXT uh, TakeOver Cardiff with something special. Very good match between the two. Good contenders match. And Noam Dar is a heel. Let somebody come up to you at the pub, at the bar, right? And, he puts, and someone puts up their two picky fingers at you at the same time. Now, you may not know what that means, but you don't want somebody putting their pinky finger in your face. You want to be able to break that pinky finger off, right, if someone does that to you. Noam Dar seems to do that. He he plays a heel very well. I think he's he's very good as a chicken shit heel. Cesaro against Dragunov. Well, first of all, this is see Cesaro come to NXT UK and then take on Dragunov. Oh, wow. What a match. And... The crowd, always great at NXT UK. It's one of the, the best crowds in all of wrestling that we see on a weekly basis. And to see Cesaro out there, and you can just tell as he pounded his hands on the steps as he came in, he's like, man, I know that he was feeling it because he can go to all these random towns in the U.S. and, you know, Joplin, Missouri, and wrestle, and wrestle in Springfield, Illinois, and Tacoma, Washington here, and... Baker's California here and, you know, Jackson, Tennessee here. And and it's just, he does not get over like he deserves. But he goes back to the UK, goes into an international place, goes into the UK in this international brand like NXT UK. And you could just feel the love, like people love Cesaro. And I'm not saying they don't love him in the, in the States, but you could just tell that they were just eating him up, man, just loved him. And he takes on Dragunov. Dragunov, I know who I've seen in, in other promotions, and see him in NXT UK. What a unique character. This Russian is such a unique character. And, uh, man, he brings it like 200 miles an hour. <laughs> and very believable, too. You believe that he's nuts. And I love that because I can suspend disbelief when I watch Dragunov. And to see these two go at it and how physical that match was, wow. I mean, I could see that seven days a week, honestly. And, and I could see them in the best of seven. I think that they're just that good. I love that match. And I love Cesaro getting over. And maybe wins and losses doesn't mean much to Cesaro. Um, but I, I would imagine just as far as placement on a card and where his career is going, I think that matters to him. And, and to go to NXT UK, he could be there for the next five years. I'll be t- totally fine with that. Cesaro could have a great match with anybody in that company, NXT or NXT UK. And it's not even a step backwards for him being on Raw and SmackDown. And Vince McMahon, I remember the first time Vince was on the Steve Austin podcast, if you go back to that, and Vince like, uh, Cesaro, you know, he's got to grab the brass ring, pal. All that nonsense, right? Garbage. Cesaro is great. Absolutely great. Um, and so if Vince doesn't get it, Triple H does get it. And so 
maybe Cesaro will spend more time in NXT UK. He he, he only he can only enhance that brand because uh, he's he's terrific. Love that match. The best match on the card was one of the best matches on the card was Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster against Zach Gibson and James Drake the champions and Mark Coffey and Wolfgang of Gallus. It was uh, the greatest match as far as a story being told. One of the great matches. Because I look at that, right? And Zach Gibson and James Drake, my favorite tag team going right now in 2019. It used to be the Revival, but since the Revival was a joke, and they they really... The WWE does not really care about tag team wrestling, so I had to go someplace, right? Because it, it's not the revival. They're not allowed to be able to show what they can really do. They can go. We know that they're a really, really solid tag team for 2019, but they're not allowed. They're not allowed to be great. So we now we move on to Zach Gibson and James Drake in a position where they're allowed to be great. And they lost the tag team championships in that three-way and boy, they tore the house down. 20 minutes of great action. 20 minutes. Great. And here and here's how it lines up, right? Andrews and Webster are the big underdogs, even though they're home in, in Wales. I mean, they have the home crowd behind them. But you'd never thought those two that have tagged up time and time again, those two can get past Gibson and James Drake. And by the way, for those of you listening in the UK, keep your freaking shoes on when Zach Gibson comes out because he deserves the respect. Soon, soon to be tag team champions again, Zach Gibson and James Drake. Um, but uh, they deserve uh, credit for putting on a great match. And Mark Coffey and Wolfgang, a part of Gallus, again, doing their part did a great job as well. I think all these men should be applauded for putting together a really great story that was told in that triple threat tag team match for the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. And then the roof just blew. Man, Andrews and Webster win the fall and they win the championships. And the fans in Wales loved it. Loved it. And I loved it too. So it was one of the great stories that was told on that card. Joe Coffey against Dave Mastiff in that last man standing match. Maybe went a little long, uh, but I like that they battle all over the place. I love that uh, that there's a kind of a real rivalry there with Joe Coffey. Dave Mastiff's a big dude and believable when he comes to the ring and can move. I, I I think he's a mountain of a man, and he's he's really really good at what he does. And Joe Coffey in that last man standing match, maybe a little long, maybe a little bit. I mean, two big guys. They don't need to be out there for twenty twenty five minutes. They were out there for sixteen seventeen. Uh, but I still enjoyed what I saw. It was not a bad match, uh, and I could see those guys uh, battle again because battle of two big guys. That's that's pretty strong. I like that. Kaylee Ray defeating Tony Storm for the NXT UK Women's Championship. I don't like Tony Storm. I love Tony Storm. <laughs> what guy doesn't love Tony Storm, right? Tony Storm is um I've seen her wrestle the past few years outside of this brand and um she is a supreme babyface. She looks great. She wrestles very very well. Always compelling when she's in the ring. Always compelling. Um, and in this matchup against Kaylee Ray, uh, 
I think it's the best story that was told. I mentioned that the um, triple threat tag team matchup was a great story, but I think this was greater because they really, really worked. I think Triple H and his staff really worked to try to put this together, not just slap it together for a two-week program into the blow-off. This was massaged for a while. We were able to see Tony Storm against Kaylee Ray, and I thought that that was a, a first of all, a terrific match. Just 10 minutes is really what you need. It could have been a little longer, quite frankly, but 10 minutes is fine, and I, you know, Tony Storm loses the championship, but Kaylee Ray getting into the mind of Tony Storm, Kaylee Ray able to uh, put her finish on several times to finally end Tony Storm. Congratulations to Kaylee Ray. I, I think it's great. So now Tony can chase Kaylee Ray for the championship. Two best friends. Kay, Kaylee turns on Tony Storm. Tony Storm seems like she's alone. She's distraught. Her mind is someplace else. Why is she doing this to Kaylee? Why is Kaylee doing to, this to me? We've been friends for a long time, and Kaylee Ray is able to, just like that, turn her lights out and win the championship. So I like the story, and I like the story moving forward with these two. Really strong women's division for NXT UK. You can just see it. It's developing nicely. And, of course, the best match in the card was the 43-minute match for the WWE United Kingdom Championship. And as Volter defeating Tyler Bate. Wow. Match of the year candidate. No question about it. So far, the best match in NXT UK, but definitely a match of the year candidate for all of wrestling. Think about Volter. This is not hyperbole when I tell you because after watching some of the old films I could tell you, Volter reminds me of a very young Andre, Andre the Giant, very young. Andre, actually, there was a time, if you go, even go back on YouTube or take a look at some of the old films of Andre, Andre used to be pretty, you know, mobile. Not the Andre you think of, we got slammed by Hogan at WrestleMania. There's a, a young Andre that can move around the ring very well and be very powerful. Volter reminds me of a very young Andre in that regard. Um, he, I, I can't keep my eyes off of him. He's just that special. He's so good. I bought a Ring General, uh, T-shirt. <laughs> I have a Volter T-shirt. I think it's on my uh, Instagram uh, at Wrestling TWT. So I'm a Volter fan, and that match, man. When Tyler Bate is out there, and of course he's always gonna be the smaller man. And by the way, here's a difference between. Triple H's booking and um, Vince McMahon's booking. Vince McMahon will shit on uh, Chad Gable on purpose because that's all a rib of, oh, you know, Chad's too small, he's too short, he's too short. All these short jokes and all that on SmackDown, right? Tyler Bate is a short dude, but he's a powerful dude. And uh, you never think of David versus Goliath between these two because Tyler Bate, even though at his size, he wrestles like he's 6'3 and 240. If you watch Tyler Bate, you know what I'm talking about. Like he can do so many things that even bigger and taller dudes do that you don't even think about the size, you think about the ability. Uh, you think about how he can get over. You think about how he's a baby face when, wherever he goes, whether it's in America or whether it's uh, in, the, in the UK. And he's just that good. And there's a difference in booking, right? Tyler Bate, if he was in on SmackDown, just like, oh, like the little, you know, look at the little guy. 
from the UK trying to get over with the mustache. They try to put it, you know, put a dress on him or do something stupid with Tyler Bate if he was in WWE. But nevertheless, Tyler Bate and Walter. What a what a great match. Not a good match, but a great match. Walter getting over and winning uh, and retaining his United Kingdom championship. Another match you could see forever. And a lot of near falls and it it was it was back and forth. And you can pick it apart, any of these matches, and say this could happen, that could happen. But you cannot deny the motor. You cannot deny what these wrestlers went through to put on a great, not a good, a great show. Now, keep in mind, as I mentioned in our last episode of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, I was in Chicago for AEW All Out. And... As much hype and and how the story was told with Adam Page against Chris Jericho, Volter and Tyler Bate was a better match. It's the best match of the weekend. It's the number one match of the weekend. And then we can look at like Young Bucks as and the Lucha Brothers. And again, whether you're into that kind of violence or not, just the match, the all of the action, all the production that these four put themselves through, that arguably could be the best match that uh, AEW had. But Volter and Tyler Bate, far and away better than the main event at AEW, for sure. And we'll talk more about this as we get closer to it here in the month of October, as we get closer to the quote-unquote Wednesday Night Wars with NXT versus uh, AEW. But just keep something in mind that... NXT has a ton of resources in this fight against AEW. They can just go with NXT kids and veterans, or they can go into the NXT UK and be able to bring some of those wrestlers into the mix as well. AEW has a limited roster. They can continue to bring wrestlers in, but it's not like how the WWE can go deep into the roster and even just be on the on the NXT brand and just keep bringing in NXT wrestlers uk or america so just keep that in mind uh i'm a as i mentioned i love this nxt uk brand i think that their roster is terrific and i look forward to seeing more um i i think that top to bottom this from noam dar to travis banks all the way to volter against tyler Bate. i just thought that it was a terrific card it was a at 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 worst a b plus it's an A minus B plus card, where in which I thought that AEW was pretty much a B plus, at the, at the at worst. So two great cards on October on on uh, August thirty first. So that was uh, very very cool to see. So uh, again, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at wrestling twt, as well as on Instagram at wrestling twt. Wherever you're listening to us from, thanks so much. Make sure you hit me up. I'd love to hear from you about some of my opinions. I want to hear your opinions as well because, hey, we're wrestling fans, right? And I think that we have it best. All these wrestling companies that are all across the country and around the world, in the UK, uh, in Canada, in Germany, uh, in the United States, in North America overall, Mexico, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Great time to be a wrestling fan. So there's so much to watch, and there's so many choices out there. But as I mentioned, 
Uh, one of the choices that you can also have is Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor Wrestling, as I mentioned, is coming to uh, Chicago on September 7th, part of their tour with CMLL. So I got a chance earlier to talk to Kenny King, the pretty bull no, Pretty Boy Pitbull. That's right. The Pretty Boy Pitbull uh, was with me. And we talked about a number of things. We talked about the state of ROH. We talked about how we can get Kenny King into the main event. He's got a special hashtag you got to hear that we got to support him. I want Kenny King in the main event. Nothing against Matt Taven as ROH champion. But you know what? It's time for a change. Time for, for Kenny King to be the heavyweight champion of ROH and be the face of ROH. So I'm, I'm pushing for that in this interview. So I hope that you enjoy it here on a special edition of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. And I will talk to you again coming up on September 10th. We'll have another show, Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, 9.30. You can catch the show live Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPN 1000 or the ESPN app. Or just check out the podcast, Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, wherever you download your podcast. And tell people that Jonathan Hood is talking wrestling. Every single Tuesday. All right, so let me uh, turn over now to my conversation with Kenny King. Is Tuesday. You people bought a ticket to see me, so shut up. Wrestling Tuesday with Jonathan Hood. First of all, Dusty Rose, I think what you are is a big, ugly, low-class redneck goof. That's what I think you are. Yeah, I put it. I know I put it. But I'm most of all the baddest man around in the world today. Follow the show at Wrestling TWT on Twitter and Instagram. But remember, my fireflies, as always, I'll light the way, and all you have to do. Just let me in. Tuesday, Wrestling Tuesday. The bottom line is, in all my magnificent, you're going to be mine all night. Here's Jonathan Hood. You're listening to Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. They're coming back. Ring of Honor live, taking place, Global Wars at the Odium Expo Center in Villa Park. The bell time is 7 o'clock. Tickets are right there at the box office or go to ROHwrestling.com to get more information. Come on out because, once again, when ROH is in town, you got to be there, Chicagoland. And this man will be there as well. It is Kenny King, and he joins us here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN app. Kenny, you will be there in Chicago as well. Thanks for coming on the show. It's good to be under the hood, man. Good to be under the hood. What's going on? Like you know how how everything's going on, man. When ROH is in town, you know it's going to be always a party. Tell me, how's life for you right now? I mean, life is good, bro. I just main evented uh, Historic Arena Mexico last Friday as uh, as part of Team USA uh, in CMLL's International uh, Historic Grand Prix Tournament. Um, it was. Amazing trip in Mexico. I got to wrestle next to Marina, Mexico, Guadalajara, Puebla, some of the just amazing lucha crowds, uh, the most amazing lucha crowd that you've ever seen. And, and I got to wrestle some of the some of the most amazing luchadors uh, in the world. That's the good thing about ROH and, and, and our Global Wars tours is, you know, one year you might get ROH stars versus the hard-hitting, uh, amazing New Japan stars. And now we're going to bring some of the most high-flying, technically sound luchadors that the world has ever seen. 
You know, Kenny, it's it's interesting. I don't think our audience really understands, even though you might have seen something on YouTube, you might have been able to see it on television, but just the, the, the type of atmosphere and the culture that is in Mexico when it comes to wrestling. How different is it from America when you're there in that ring in Mexico? Uh, it, it is a completely different vibe. Um, the Mexican fans, they range from, you know, 60 you know, babies to abuelitas, grandmas, you know, grandmas and grandpas. I, I had uh, a grandmother, uh, I don't know if I could say it on your show, but I'll say it in Spanish, tell me, chinga tu madre, and she was like, she was like 80 years old, uh, and she was into it, you know what I mean? She, was, she meant what she was saying to me. Uh, it's part of the culture, it's part of the history. People love it. It's not uh, this weird kind of marginalized uh, thing that we do to it in the United States. It's part of the actual DNA of the Mexican culture, and they go to it, they, they love it, they enjoy it, they, they cheer the, who they like, they boo who they don't like, uh, and they ultimately they just look at it as part of their, 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 their culture, so they enjoy it as such. It's, it's an amazing thing. Uh, Kenny King, the pre-bull, pit bull with me, Jonathan Hood, as Ring of Honor comes back to Chicago again, at the Odium. Make sure that you get a ticket at the box office for tomorrow night, September 7th, with a bell time of 7 o'clock. Um, Kenny, what, what are your thoughts on the state of ROH right now? Um, really, young roster mixed with veterans, which is always good when you be able to have uh, a variance when it comes to the roster. What do you think of the company right now? Uh, I mean, I'll say this, John. Uh, I've been with this company for quite some time, and I've seen the AJs leave. I've seen the Bryans leave. I've seen the Nigels leave. And every time there's an exodus of amazing talent, everybody wants to say that the sky's falling. Oh, ROH is gone. ROH is tough. But the thing that people don't realize, and the reason why you've been able to watch your favorite stars in WWE for, <laughs> uh, that come from ROH is that all we do here is reload. Every single year, no matter who's here, everybody is the next man up or the next woman up is always ready for that spot. So every there is a reason why Ring of Honor is the best wrestling on the planet because they're the best wrestlers on the planet. Uh, and every and every you know one of these talent shuffles just proves it. So you know we're just in a, we're in a great time in wrestling. I, I, you know you have so many so many people talking about wrestling like it was 1997 again. You know there's there's so many different. Uh, products that you can watch there's so many different places that wrestlers can go and make a living which ultimately is the name of this game um so it's an exciting time but uh you know it's it's just my it's ring of honor we uh we're just in a spot right now where there's a bunch of shiny shiny objects around but the fact of the matter is we, we've always been gold and we're going to still be gold and at the end of the day when all the shiny objects you know with their luster their luster fails gold is always going to be gold I was talking to Shane Taylor um, of the last card that uh, ROH was in, and Shane was talking about you and Jay Lethal and a few others that are in the company that he feels like he can rely on. Um, you know, veteran African-American uh, wrestlers has been around for a while, and he's just trying to still get his footing even though he's been champion. What does that mean to you that you could be a cornerstone for him as as a, as a black man turning to him, and he's like, man, I can really rely on Kenny and just kind of learn from him. Uh, you know, it's it, it's two things, right? One, I, I blink and I look, and I've been in this business almost 18 years. So right. um, that uh, <laughs> that is kind of surreal to me. But then again, when I when I look at that, and I, it's my responsibility 
to be there for guys like Shane, to be there for guys like, uh, you know, I've, I've had several conversations with Leo Rush, you know, mm-hmm. um, for, for anybody who's trying to find it for the way that guys like Booker and Devon and Mark Henry, uh, D'Lo, um, and, you know, more recently, just because you know, I've only known him for like the last five years of my life, but MVP dudes that have, that have been uh, that for me, it's my responsibility to be that for a guy like Shane, uh, for or anybody, you know what I mean, for that matter. It was, you, yeah, you wake up one morning and realize that you're a veteran, even though you still look like a young guy, fresh, fresh in the game. That's the thing. I mean, is that, what's I mean, the, I what's the secret, fresh, man? <laughs> I mean, I feel fresh. My knees and my shoulders sometimes don't feel so fresh, but, uh, you know, I just, uh, I'm very blessed to have been a part of this wrestling business, uh, for as long as I have at, at the level that I have been, um, People, you know, I, I blink, but the, the truth is, I've been under major contracts for one company or other for the past ten years, and mm-hmm. so it's 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 a crazy thing. A lot of people's careers don't even last that long. So uh, I just I don't I don't take it for granted. Um, preventative maintenance on my body. I'm a big yoga head. I do Bikram yoga two three times a week, um, and I just try to watch and take care of myself. Just just like anybody really really should, but more so people that are destroying their spines uh, on the weekly. Yeah, for, well, for for you, Kenny, I was going to ask you what's your what's your secret. I mean, for me, it's cocoa butter. What is it for you to keep, just just to keep you pretty? How do how do you keep it, uh, keep it, how do you keep it tight? I, to, to keep it tight, man. I'm, I do. Uh, it's it's Bikram Yoga, and I go to uh, as far as like skincare. There's a place called Lush that you know it's it's a quote unquote girly place, but it's the bomb. You go into Lush, and they got this lotion called Charity Pot. Mm-hmm. Got it. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I was shining on the Bachelorette with the charity pot lotion. I hope that gave me a deal by Lush, but or or just as much free charity pot as I as I can. Either way, right? What the, Either what way, the, I'm good. <laughs> Saturday, September seventh, ROH is in town. Go to ROHWrestling.com for tickets at the Odium in Villa Park. Uh, make sure that you are there. When Ring of Honor is in town, you've got to make sure that you are there. And Kenny King joins me, Jonathan Hood, on Under the Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. So um, I, I want to find out what I can do or what we can do as ROH fans to get you in that that prime spot against Matt Taven, the ROH champion. Um, it's been it's been too long, Kenny. It's been too long. I mean, like like you, you, obviously what you're doing right now is not being unnoticed. Uh, do we do we send a, an email attention delirious? What do we have to do to get you in in that spot? Because that that's your spot. Well, I, I'm glad that you know, uh, and what's understood doesn't need to be said. But yet, yeah, still, I'm glad that you said it. Uh, you know, let's just let's just make it a grassroots. You know, the thing that that works right now is social media. If you know that Kenny King is the real king of honor, that Kenny King deserves his one-on-one shot against Max Haven, unencumbered by Jay Lethal or any of the other ring of honor garbage shenanigans. Uh, let's, let's, make it, let's make it a hashtag. Let's make it a hashtag king of honor the, or the re, real king of honor. Let's do that, real king of honor. I know that's long as hell, but, uh, you know. <laughs> but the people, right? It, 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 that's really what it takes is the people who know who understand and who want to see. That's all I need. I don't need y'all to, all I need y'all to do is get me to the door. I'll take care of the rest of it and I'll hold up the championship belt for all of us. That's all. Matt Taven knows he can't see me one-on-one. I like Matt Taven. I like what he's been doing. So I really have not been pressed 
to take candy from a baby. But, you know, my sweet tooth is rumbling. So yeah. let's do something about these people. Okay. I, okay, so we got that out there. Um, we are going to put that hashtag out there, and I will start it because this is this is not making any sense. Like, I'm glad that you're in this this in this scramble match that you're going to be in, but um, I think the Pretty Bull Pitbull needs to be in the main event. I don't. I don't think. I just, need, I just need my shot. Yeah. Right. I don't. I don't need. I don't need Dalton Castle taking out his uh, his his daddy issues on me. I don't need <laughs> who else in this match. This girl trying to break my fingers. Like I don't need none of this crap. Right. No. I just need me one v one Matt Taven, and I'm great. Okay, I got you. I got you. I, I really have you. I, is there something, Kenny, that you need to or really want to accomplish in your career that you haven't yet? What's What's one of your goals? Because we all have goals. Uh, I, well, I, the funny thing is, one of my main goals was, uh, and obviously, I didn't think it was going to happen uh, under the, the affiliation that I'm on, but I wanted to wrestle Madison Square Garden. Um, I feel I, I was a kid. Um, I grew up in Queens, and as a kid, man, my dad used to take me not only to mix games, but to wrestling events. First time I ever saw Macho Man Randy Savage drop an elbow on a sucker was it was in Madison Square Garden. So um, being able to do that. Uh, was a very nice surprise. But I, the last uh, thing for me left is to go wrestle in the Tokyo Dome. I, uh, I, I, that, the Wrestle Kingdom, um, I'm gonna, this year, probably when I take the Ring of Honor World Championship from Matt Taven, mm-hmm. uh, will be the year that I go wrestle in the Tokyo Dome. And then you could just lay me to rest, man, because I'll be a happy guy. Yeah, that I mean, being in the garden, I I was really first of all very happy for the company for to to have that accomplishment being in Madison Square Garden. I I did ask Dalton Castle, Castle that same question. I asked him what was it like to be in the garden. He said something about oh my cats loved it. Oh my cats love being in the garden. So I never got a straight answer. Whatever I didn't get a straight answer from him. But for you though, that had to be like bucket list to be in that building. It was amazing, man. Isn't yeah. it? Even still, I don't think that I have the right words uh, to describe it. Uh, not only to be in that building, but to win the first match, not won by a WWE guy in Madison Square Garden in over 60 years, <laughs> to do so, <laughs> by eliminating the great Luda and Jushin Thunder Liger. I mean, it was all sevens. Sevens for the kid. Like So um, it was just one of those moments that uh, even years and years and years later, I'll still be kind of a little bit of um, at a loss for words, and if you know me, you know I never have, <laughs> and I never don't have an abundance of words. All right, King of Honor. Last thing I have for you, and I, and I appreciate your time. Um, uh, as always, as you had last time you were on the program, you gave dating tips. So listen, man, it's it's getting fall now, and then you're getting close to Christmas. So uh, for the rest, the ROH wrestling fan out there, could you give them? A, a tip or two to get them right because it's fall, man. It's it's time. If you haven't if you haven't locked if you haven't locked it in by by the summer, you should be able to lock it in by now. Is this uh, the certain the instance in which you have someone and you're trying to lock them down, or you're trying to find something? I think either. I think either or, especially for ROH fans. I think they're still looking for someone. Well, I, I say like this: you have to find someone who uh, who matches your interests. Um, if you like, I don't know, if you like uh, the Dodgers, well, I mean, I, if you like football, you, I think you should find a girl who likes sports, right? You shouldn't find someone who's like anti-concussion or, 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 or who doesn't like any violence because then your interests aren't going to be. So you need to find someone 
who compliments you, you compliment them. Uh, and confidence is just always key. Be confident in yourself. I know sometimes, and listen, sometimes confidence is hard to muster. But where you can find confidence and to think about the things you do well. Everybody does something well. Everybody. Right? right? So think about the things you do well and use that confidence in the things that you do well to approach a member of the year. Same or opposite sex, however you get down. I, I like it. I like it. My tip would be when you go to a wrestling event, if you're trying to lock, lock in with a female at a wrestling event, be different in that wear a dress shirt instead of that that tight black t-shirt <laughs> like wear like wear, wear a nice uh, like a nice uh collared shirt and a, you know some nice pants instead of just being that dude with the black shirt and the jeans all the time just come different right i agree i also think that uh if you're trying to approach a female wrestling fan at a wrestling event i think instead of trying to tell her everything have her tell you some stuff let her while you with her knowledge right ask her questions see, see what she knows see what she doesn't know and then what she doesn't know even if you know it find out together gives you commonality see. you're just too smooth for me king of honor you're just too sweet because uh, it's, it's about listening ah or at least pretending to listen very good well <laughs> i mean <laughs> however however you choose to take that i'm gonna go ahead and leave that on the side right but the idea is that you have to find find your commonality in any in any positive interaction, there's commonality. Again, it's Saturday, September seventh. Uh, bell times at seven o'clock at the Odium. Hey, Chicago has been the spot for wrestling in 2019. Has been for years, but definitely here in 2019. So support ROH again. Go to ROHwrestling.com uh, for tickets or get them there at the box office. Uh, my king, as always, I appreciate it, sir. The the future ROH champion. Thank you so much for your time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anytime, brother. Anytime. It is Kenny King of uh, Ring of Honor as you're listening to Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood.